Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Dobius, and we're going to talk about franchise tags, players that were tagged, players that weren't tagged, uh, and a little bit of NFL news to end the episode. Uh, Starting out, Franchise Tag Tuesday just ended. It was a big day. That was the deadline day for NFL teams to franchise tag their players. If you don't know what a franchise tag is, it's basically just a a one-year contract. Um, Salary differs, but that's that's where NFL teams lock in some key players uh, and that they haven't negotiated a long-term contract with yet. So some some big players around the NFL get in their tag. Um, this offseason is crazy. It's crazy right now, and it's going to continue to be crazy, especially in free agency, uh, as the NFL did not earn a lot of money last year due to COVID. Uh, yeah, their their cap space is lower in, in every NFL team. So you're going to be seeing a lot of players cut, a lot of players restructuring contracts, uh, and maybe some 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 bargains uh, for free agency. So we'll see. Uh, first off, though, I'll go over the players that were franchise tagged, as well as give my opinions on them. Uh, most of the time, I will agree with these franchise tags. For example, starting out, Tampa Bay Buccaneers franchise tag Chris Godwin. Obviously a great move. Top 10 receiver, pro bowler, caught 65 passes for 840 yards and 17 Ds during, uh, during the 2020 regular season. Great move. Uh, $60 million franchise tag. Yeah, just just lock him in for this year and uh, hopefully renegotiate next year to keep him for a long-term deal. Obviously, not a big surprise. There wasn't a lot of speculation about Godwin going elsewhere, uh, even though that would be kind of fun to see him on a different team. Tampa Bay uh, is where he fits. We know They know it works, and yeah, I, I expect another top-10 season out of Godwin. Uh, next up, New York Jets, Marcus May, safety. Yeah, great move. Great move. He's he's really solid. They got to steal the New York Jets. They got to steal out of him. Um, yeah, they're they're still working on a long term deal for May. Uh, they they haven't agreed on anything yet, so the franchise tagged. He's getting about ten and a half million. Couldn't agree more there. Carolina Panthers franchise tag tackle Taylor Moten. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that last name correctly. Uh, Twenty six years old. Started every game for the Carolina Panthers in the last three seasons. Pretty solid uh, offensive tackle. I know that they have been clearing up a ton of cap space. Carolina Panthers have like almost 40 mil now in cap space, which is enough for Deshaun Watson. Just throwing that out there. I definitely see that as a possibility. Um, They're restructuring contracts left and right. I know McCaffrey just got a... uh, a restructured contract. I forgot who else drawn a blank here, but another offensive lineman. So they're getting prepared. They're, it sounds like they're going to go all in on Deshaun Watson, and I am all for it. He will succeed on that team. Uh, next up, Dak Prescott. They finally paid him. Thank God. Uh, they agreed to a, I guess, a, a record-setting contract on Monday. Um, yeah, you locked him in. You locked him in. That's what you needed to do. If you're Dallas, you can't let a quarterback like that go. Uh, although you're paying him a crap ton, uh, he should perform to that elite level. He's not a Kirk Cousins. He's Dak Prescott. If you're paying him like a top three quarterback, he has a very good opportunity to finish top three. Love that move. If you've listened to the podcast for a long time, you know I'm a big Dak fan. 
love it. Couldn't agree more uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. So next up, kind of a surprising one. I want to say Allen Robinson got franchise tagged, uh, obviously, on the Chicago Bears, earning $18 million on this franchise tag. Uh, he had a career-high uh, season in receptions, 102. Also had uh, 1,200 yards, 6 TDs last season. I know the Bears really didn't want to let him go, and that's not a big surprise. I don't think any NFL team with Allen Robinson would want to let him go. He's a top talent. However, Allen Robinson was not happy on the Bears last year. He obviously wants a good quarterback for the first time in his career. I mean, his quarterbacks are Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky, and then in the past was Blake Bortles. That's terrible. That's terrible. If you get him a good quarterback, he can be a top five wide receiver, no doubt. Uh, I know that that's the the Chicago Bears are prioritizing Russell Wilson. If you want my honest opinion, I doubt that's going to happen. I think Bears are going to pick up a mediocre free agent quarterback. Um, if it's not Mitch Trubisky, it's going to be someone on the same level as him. So it, it's going to be another year of a okay quarterback thrown to Robinson. And he's going to get frustrated. They're they're still having disagreements on long-term contract, but still Allen Robinson, from a fantasy perspective, is a top 10 receiver, and he should be drafted like one. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, yeah, franchise tagging. Cam Robinson is a tackle. That's great. Former second-round pick. Uh, completely agree with that. Started all games last season. That's great. You, wanna, you want someone that consistent. Um, yeah, it, I guess it was a little bit of a shock, but when you're bringing in Trevor Lawrence, you need all the help you can get. Uh, Washington franchise tagged a guard, Brandon Scherf. Sheriff, I'm gonna pronounce that uh, incorrectly, but yeah, one of the one of the best guards in the game. Awesome, couldn't agree more on that. Uh, especially if you're gonna bring in a new quarterback, which you really need to. Justin Simmons, the free safety for Denver Broncos, just got franchise tagged. Completely agree there with all the uh, defensive backs entering free agency. I know, I, I know they're 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 desperate for some good defensive backs in Denver, and they're most likely going to draft one uh, in this upcoming draft. If you want to see who I picked, uh, I got a uh, mock draft episode, so check that out. It's gonna it's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, New York Giants franchise tag defensive lineman Leonard Williams. This guy's great. Yeah, the second time that he's been franchise tagged, he was franchise tagged last year. Uh, he had 11 and a half sacks. They're working on a long-term deal. They just want to lock him in for this season. Couldn't agree more. Uh, New Orleans Saints franchise tag Marcus Williams safety. It's a little bit of a surprise. Um, yeah, it's I, they need help. They need help in the secondary. That's where Saints need to improve the most if you... Uh, if Drew Brees does come back. So, yeah, I would say overall good move there. Uh, there's no franchise tag that I completely disagree with. So, good for them. However, I might have some disagreements on teams that, uh, on players that were not franchise tagged. So, we'll start out um, Shaquille Griffin, Seattle Seahawks, the cornerback, not franchise tagged. He will be a free agent. He's not an elite corner, but he's a good one. He's definitely in the, the, the top 50% rather than the lower 50% in the NFL. 
uh, yeah, a lot of teams need corners. I would say literally every NFL team needs a cornerback, and Shaquille Griffin could be a very solid option. Let's get into some bigger name players here. Aaron Jones, Green Bay Packers, was not franchise tagged. He will be entering free agency next week, which I'm very excited for. Uh, more episodes on that later this week. Uh, yeah. It, it, was it a good move for the Green Bay Packers to move on from Aaron Jones? I would say no, uh, just because he he was so productive. But was it a smart move? Was it a necessary move? I would say yes. Aaron Jones is is one of the best running backs in the game right now. I, I don't care what you think. He is a top 10 running back. He's a top five running back. That's how good he actually is. He was top five last year. Good chance he can finish at least top 10, maybe top five um, this next season, depending on what team he goes to. I thought that the 2019 season was was a... Uh, I thought it was a different season for Aaron Jones. I thought that it was going to be a a facade. I didn't think that he was actually going to continue to be this productive, this consistent in the 2020 season, and he proved me wrong. He proved everybody wrong. And I, I think that showed that he's a top-level running back, which really helps Green Bay. Green Bay, the highest-scoring offense uh, in the NFL last year, and a big part of that, I know Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams were, were really the superstars last year. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers MVP, Devontae Adams top wide receiver. But they would not be where they're at without a great running back. Without, If you're a defensive uh, coordinator and you see a top-level receiver, a top-level quarterback, and a top-level running back, you don't know what you're going to do. However, you get rid of that top-tier running back and you just have the top quarterback and receiver, Obviously, you're going to focus on the passing game. The Packers are way less of a threat without Aaron Jones. I know that A.J. Dillon looks good. I know that he looks good and he's shown some bright spots. However, I think that the Packers offense is going to struggle. Uh, I'm not going to say a lot, but they're, they're not going to be what they were this season. Even if they draft another receiver, even if it's a first-round receiver, they still need that balanced offense to to handle an NFL defense. I they they need a solid runner. So if AJ Dillon steps up, and if he is almost as good as Aaron Jones, if he is a a I, I I'm trying to think of a good running back comparison. Uh, I, I'm drawing a blank here. He doesn't need to be Christian McCaffrey level. He doesn't even need to perform like Aaron Jones did. However, you know, like a Kenyon Drake level, a little bit higher than that, Packers are going to be terrifying. But it's a big risk letting go of Aaron Jones and having faith in A.J. Dillon. And that's what you drafted Dillon for. You knew that that this time was going to come where you needed to make a decision on Aaron Jones, and they decided to let him go. Now, on the flip side, I did say it was a smart move. I did say it was a smart move because you're going to need to pay him a lot. You need to pay Aaron Jones a lot. Next season, you're going to need to to worry about Aaron Rodgers' contract, Devonta Adams' contract, and I think they prioritize those two players over Aaron Jones. Not to mention, 
the Green Bay Packers are 26th in the NFL in cap space. They are definitely in the lower percentile. They are 8 million under. So it was necessary. It was necessary. It's going to suck for the Green Bay Packers uh, without Aaron Jones. It's going to be a letdown because he's a great player on and off the field. However, you just had to. You just had to to clear up space. Uh, so that's kind of my two cents on that. Uh, next up, Kenny Galladay, wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. Oh, Lions, man, you're you're kind of missing out here. Kenny Galladay, uh, he definitely he was not great last season. That's because he was injured most of the season. However, uh, the season prior, 65 catches, uh, almost 1,200 yards, 11 TDs. Very productive in that, um, in the the yards to reception ratio. And yeah, he, he's very young still. So the the Lions, man, I don't know what you're gonna do now. I don't know what the Lions are gonna do when it comes to receiver. Obviously, they're gonna have to draft one. And in my mock draft, spoiler, I have him picking Jalen Waddle. But like you can't just have Jalen Waddle. Because you lost Marvin Jones, you lost Danny Amendola as well to free agency. Maybe you re-sign one of them back. I doubt it. I doubt Jones would want to be on the team again. Because he's talented enough to be, yeah, I'm not going to say a number one, but if you put him on New York, Marvin Jones is the best receiver there. So he he would get more targets on a different team. So I don't see a reason for Jones to re-sign. If you're not getting Kenny Galladay back, like, you're going to be terrible for the next couple of years. Be absolutely terrible. You, all you have is a good run game, which a defense is going to figure that out pretty quick and shut you down. So, yeah, uh, there's the Lions don't have a lot going for them. Obviously, Galladay would have cost a lot, but I think that's more worth it than Packers picking up Aaron Jones. Just saying. Uh, Chris Carson, running back for Seattle Seahawks. Was not franchise tagged. He will enter free agency. Not a big surprise to me on this one. He's been inconsistent. He's kind of been an issue uh, for Seattle um, for a while now, for a couple of seasons. Uh, you know, he fumbles the ball a lot. He's he's definitely in the top tier there for uh, for players that fumble. He also gets injured a lot. I don't think he's played a full season, a full healthy season. Uh, he missed four games last year, last season, I should say. Um, he's not I mean, He's not bad. He still has a lot of potential, but he's a good receiving back. Didn't get 1,000 total yards this season. He got nine touchdowns, though, which is good. I, I would say it's a smart move for Seattle to look at other options just because if it's not working out, you got to move on. Um, however, you know, it... it they finding a replacement for Chris Carson is going to be tough. Finding a player that's just as good is going to be kind of difficult. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if if they are serious about trading Russell Wilson, if they try to get a running back out of that deal. Yeah, it's tough. If if I were to pick the the best fit for Chris Carson. I think Chris Carson on a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers should thrive. I think Chris Carson on Pittsburgh Steelers would be good. Now, do the Steelers really have the cap space for it? Not really. But 
I think that that would be a decent fit. I guess I should have gave uh, gave my best fit for each player. So I'll go over that really quick. Shaquille Griffin could be literally go anywhere. Aaron Jones, the best fit for me would be the Miami Dolphins. Uh, as much as I don't like saying that as a Miles Gaskin owner in a dynasty league, I think that the Miami Dolphins or the New York Jets are the best two options, uh, especially the Miami Dolphins. I think that's a a piece of that puzzle that that will will step up that offense, um, especially if they draft Jamar Chase like they're projected to, like I'm projecting them to, and they have the cap space for it. They have the ability to pay him whatever he wants. Uh, Kenny Galladay, best fit. Ooh, ooh, that's a that's a tough one. I want Kenny Galladay to go to a team where he has a good quarterback. Uh, I could I could see him going to the Indianapolis Colts. They're looking for a wide receiver one. I doubt they're going to re-sign T.Y. Hilton. Kenny Galladay would be a good replacement there. Um, yeah, and and like I said, Chris Carson, I think best fits Pittsburgh Steelers. Last two players uh, that are notable in this uh, non-franchise tag section is Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith, both tight ends. They did not receive the franchise tag. Obviously, Henry on the Chargers, Jonu Smith on the Titans. Uh, They're going to be free agents next week. Both capable of being a top 10. They're, They're talented enough. Hunter Henry, uh, 60 receptions, 613 receiving yards and four TDs. John Smith, 41 receptions, 448 yards and eight TDs. So, you know, Hunter Henry, a little bit more receptions. John Smith, a little bit more productive in the red zone. Both very talented. Uh, yeah, and, and teams should get him for a decent price. Um, the best, the the best two spots, I think, that that uh, that would be a good fit for either of those two. One to the Jacksonville Jaguars because they have the most cap space to spend, uh, as well as they're getting Trevor Lawrence. That is great. You need a reliable tight end if you got a rookie quarterback, or at least a new quarterback. Uh, that's what they were missing last year. I think that's a big uh, big puzzle piece on the on that offense that they uh, that they need to find. So. Hunter Henry or Jonu Smith. I would say more of Jonu Smith for Jacksonville Jaguars. And then I think Hunter Henry would be a great fit for the Cincinnati Bengals. Basically the same reason. I mean, can you name me the Jacksonville's starting tight end and the Bengals' starting tight end? Yeah, it, it kind of makes you think. You, you have to think about it for a bit. Uh, they're not great. They need improvement. And I think those two uh, on any of those two teams, doesn't matter which one. Uh, would be great fits. Personally, I like Henry on the Bengals a little bit more because I have Henry in my dynasty league. I'm a little biased, but either of those teams would be a great fit for both of those players. That is it for the franchise tag. But we got a little bit of NFL news to talk about, maybe some fantasy implications there. Uh, Ravens, they tendered the uh, the contract for Gus Edwards, so he will be on the team next year which kind of messes up J.K. Dobbins slightly. Now, I didn't doubt that they were going to re-sign Gus Edwards, but I can still see at the beginning of the seasons a, I'm not going to say 50-50 between Dobbins and Edwards. I would say it's a 1A, 1B situation, though. 
until Dobbins takes that next step up. Uh, Washington tendered Kyle Allen. So it's going to be Heineke and Allen kind of fighting for that number one spot as it stands. Then they will be fighting for that number two spot after free agency or the draft because Washington, man, they got to pick. They got to get a quarterback. I as as fun it would be uh, as fun as it would be for Heineke to be the starting quarterback. He's just he's just not there. So I have Mac Jones going to Washington. Um, Jaguars general manager says uh, that there's some running backs in the house that can compete for running back roles, but they are also looking to add to that room as well. So it it, it still means James Robinson is going to be the running back one. However, I can see less of a, a uh, I guess they call it a bell cow role. Basically, I, I, some weight is going to be lifted off his shoulders. He's going to get less snaps, potentially. So just be aware of that, because uh, that's a little nerve-wracking, especially for those who picked up James Robinson. Um NFL Network's Mike Garofalo, he's awesome. Uh, he reported that the Patriots have trade talks involving uh, receiver Nikhil Harry. A lot of hype around this guy last year. Or, sorry, two years ago. Um, he's only had 414 yards through those two seasons. Yikes. Yeah, big first-round bust. Um, I would say it's a good move to dump off Harry. Harry's a talented wide receiver. He needs a change of scenery to 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 be good. I mean, you don't want to wait that long to switch teams if things aren't working out. You can look at John Brown, not so great in Arizona, went to Buffalo, and it kind of jump-started his career. Now, uh, he has recently been released, but, you know, we won't talk about that. So, Nikhil Harry should be a mid-round draft pick if a team's going to trade for him. I like him. I'm still eyeing him up. Uh, it's uh, he could be fantasy relevant depending on what team he goes to. Um, yeah. Let's see. Is there any more news? I talked about the Bills uh, releasing John Brown. Uh, Saints release Emmanuel Sanders. I don't think that's too big of a deal. I think they're kind of just wanting to bring in some younger players. Emmanuel Sanders wasn't that great for the Saints. I didn't really like him on there. Sorry to those who have him on their dynasty league, but I don't really see him being a, a fantasy relevant player anymore. Um, yeah, and, and I think that's it. I think that's it. There's a a lot of crazy stuff that has happened already, and there's a lot of crazy stuff that is going to happen. So stick with us, man. Stick with us. Free agency is next week. It is going to be huge. This is going to be chaos. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, Thanks for listening to this episode and hope to see you next time.